This is the Game of Thrones Power Hour. I am Jason Padre's gift, Ariola, and today I am joined by Vanessa, Warden of the Pacific Northwest Cahill. And Gendry's hammer himself, Galmazera. <laughs> and today we are going to be talking about season eight, episode two of Game of Thrones, A Knight of the Seven Kingdoms. Now, the title had really no idea where this was going, and I was really happy where it ended up and what it yeah. ended up meaning in the end. So, yeah. Um, real quick, uh, how did you guys feel about the episode? I, as for me, I was just really pumped about this one. I was real happy that this thing actually seemed to move along and actually did some stuff, even though we really didn't make any forward progress. Yeah. yeah it was uh, similar to the last episode in terms of just like, you know, I mean, it's mostly, it's literally, it's literally all in Winterfell, right? There was nothing outside of Winterfell in this episode. Yeah, uh, last yeah, episode, yeah, Last yeah. episode had some stuff with Cersei and the uh, um, Iron Fleet and stuff. This one was all Winterfell. And in the grand scheme of things, nothing really moved forward. It's literally just a day in the life of Winterfell for the most part. Yeah. Uh, but there was, a, I feel like, as, as, as long as you were in, you're invested in the characters, which at this point, I feel like if you're in the season eight of this show, you should probably be invested in the characters. I don't know yeah. why you're watching otherwise at this point. Then I feel like this episode had a lot to offer in terms of just like character moments. It felt like I saw this, I saw this on Twitter. I forget I don't forget, I forget who said it, but like that moment in Bioware games before like the, before Mass Effect Two and Suicide Mission when you're like talking to your crew and shit and like you know just shooting the shit or at the end of three um, before you know you. The all, you, all shit goes down before you know some people are gonna die. It felt like kind of like that, you know, just to. Oh, one last team building thing. This way you yeah, get attached to people. Yeah. Yeah, one last moment with all these characters you've been spending. I mean, most of them have been in the show since the first season. Um, so, yeah, which is kind of crazy to think about that. When you think about everyone that's died in the show, and then you see the cast, and like a lot of these people are actually in the first season still. So it's you know. They're all gonna die really soon. Yeah, it's literally next week. Most of them are gonna die. Yeah, so. I mean, really sad if like that's just how this the next episode just goes. Is like everybody dies and then we just move on to Cersei's story. I, I have th- I have three theories. I'll talk about at the end about how this thing can go. And I have yeah. three three versions of how this can go. So but we can talk about that at the end. <laughs> oh, overall, I really I really enjoyed this episode. It's way more than last episode. Yeah. How about yourself, Vanessa? I liked many parts of it. I still feel like it was kind of a setup episode, which is fine. And it was better than the first episode. It had really good parts. But also, I was like, oh, so nothing happened in this one, too. <laughs> I, I, I feel like nothing. The last episode felt like a weird, like, it felt goofy in a way, Game of Thrones. It's it very, very rarely is. It was very lighthearted in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But this one was very solemn. Like this was, even though there was a lot of parts that I laughed, there was like some good. There was an actually very funny scene in this, in this episode. But it was all, it was all very bittersweet because you're like, these people are gonna die in the next, the next Sunday, <laughs> next Sunday night. You're gonna say goodbye to a lot of these characters. So it was. It Not was, Gendry though. We know that for sure, right, guys? Definitely not Gendry. He's the favorite of all. Yes, Gendry absolutely. Will, Gendry cannot die. What is dead may never die. What is dead may never die. We have a Slack channel at work, and that's been like the catchphrase of like our uh, conspiracy theories is like, what is dead may never die. So that means John can't die then. Yeah, and um, probably that's it. He's yeah. the one. Oh, yeah. Bar- uh, Barrack. Barrack School. Oh, yeah, He's that's fine. right. Yep. Yep, he, he died 47 times, though, so, you know, yeah, right, yeah. he's Everyone running out. Is fucked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so shall we get the uh, the little rundown of the episode going here real quick? And just feel free to interject as we go. Um, first scene is basically, like, the opening scene to the uh, 
like the preview for the last episode was just Jamie basically facing the music and being confronted by Daenerys and Sansa and John and basically the entire cast at this point for everything he's done up until this point. Yeah, it was a long time coming, I guess. A lot of these characters I haven't seen. So many characters I've never, I've never met. It was the first time meeting for a lot of them. So yeah. it was, or really meeting, I guess. But uh, I do like that uh, Bron finally got his, uh, or Bran finally got his, uh, the things we do for love. He says it's in the most stone voice possible. The things we do for love. <laughs> yeah, he's the worst. <laughs> uh, he's a bird. Dude. <laughs> All right. And then uh, Bran basically saves Jamie's ass. And, you know, kind of quietly, like, I think Brienne might be, like, one of the strong, or whoever her the actress is that plays her, like, might be, like, one of the strongest actors, like, actors in the series. Like, she is, she sells the hell out of Brienne. She's wonderful. Yeah, uh, agreed. And, and that scene is, that scene's very good. Also, your first time seeing Brienne since season seven, because she wasn't in the last episode at all. So, you know, that was kind of nice because she's she's actually she actually has quite a big role in this episode, which I appreciated mm-hmm. um, a, lot, a lot of good stuff with her. Yeah. All right. Then we move on to uh, Gendry and Arya. Arya basically walks down into the uh, blacksmith thing and she is totally checking out Gendry while he's working on the forge because he's dirty and sweaty. Hot stuff, baby. <laughs> we're, we're all right there with you, Arya. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> we're all like, oh, dude, it's like, yeah, let that linger. Huh? We all like Gendry. Come on. <laughs> Or Gendry. <laughs> it's only he had metal arms, am I right? <laughs> yeah, Vanessa, He's right? Arms. They'd be made of obsidian, though, not metal guys. Come uh, on, dragon glass arms. Dragon glass arms. <laughs> Valerian steel. <laughs> That's, that, should, that should just be Gendry's nickname now, just Valerian steel. Gendry, Valerian steel, last name. Gendry. Gendry, Valerian steel, Gendry. <laughs> 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 no, they name no. They're gonna rename Valerian Steel after Gendry. It's Gendry Steel. Gendry Steel. This is my Gendry sword. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's let's, let's uh, she that sword before we get there. So uh, Arya starts showing off, and then clearly Gendry is turned on by that. <laughs> oh yeah, she throws those obsidian daggers, and he is just like, oh my god, he's immediately hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say yeah. His uh yeah yeah his Valerian Steel gets uh yeah goes goes, goes from a dagger to a long sword. <laughs> He was doubting her, you know, and she's like, okay, yeah, give me a second. I'll just impress you with some knife throwing really quick. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And Arya's a very aggressive flirter. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, my comment on that was like, she's flirting, question mark? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is this, am I do? have I been doing it wrong all this time? <laughs> yeah. Well, you're married, so it's all good. I she think has- you're good. She has to be your type, but, you know, if she is, I feel like she's, you know, really super into her. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah. All right. Next scene. Uh, Jamie confronts the three-eyed raven, bro. Caca. And he's out there. He's just out there chilling, you know, just taking in the nature. Yeah. And, it's just, I, God, I, what the fuck is with Bran? I really don't understand. Uh, does he wheel himself? I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. That's the but point he, of but he, he never moves his arms. He always he, is just sitting there when we see him. Well, because he's already there. We're just seeing him after the fact. He's just yeah, already but he, there. But how did he get there? <laughs> he wheeled himself. He flies, bro. I just want to see him wheel himself one time. He is not. <laughs> he doesn't move. I bet you that wheelchair is a very much a prop and doesn't move. Also, he probably shits himself a lot. Well, yeah, he can't. Like his legs don't work. All right. Well, here's the question then: Who cleans him? And if he's a bird, he just does it all willy-nilly, too, wherever he's at. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure birds don't, like, actually have the um, the ability to hold it in. They just kind of go. 
Yeah, they just let go. Yeah. Like Frozen. Um. Ooh. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> wow. I'm the dad here, and that even even me. Jeez. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, we go on to uh, Jamie and Tyrion, basically uh, having a little little brotherly chat with each other, and then realizing that the people of the North hate them both. So, yeah. Uh, and then yeah, Jamie. Um, Jamie is well talking to Tyrion, kind of. Brienne catches his eye and kind of starts wandering off and goes to check Brienne out on the, from the battlements. And then I I don't know if you guys caught it. I I enjoyed the little touch of it. There's like dragon glass on the on Winterfell's battlements. Yeah, I, I like that. It was it was a nice little touch. They don't really draw attention to it. It's just a very obvious thing to do. So I I didn't notice. I didn't. <laughs> so um. We cut down to Jamie going down into the uh, like into the front of the castle, and Podrick clearly has gotten better. Man, he is the way he's acting is very much the way Brienne was treating him. Just that, like, no, you're terrible, you suck, stop, good lord, will you try to attack me? <laughs> I mean, yeah, when you're fighting the best fighter in the on the continent, you know, or second best fighter on the continent, but <laughs> at this point, um, you're gonna get good. You just, you just won't notice it until you're fighting someone else. Yeah, so now Podrick's got another gift. He's a great fighter. It's like, oh, jeez, man, Podrick's, yeah. uh, Podrick's coming into his own here. So, all right, and then uh, Jamie and Brienne have a moment, and Jamie basically just says he wants to fight for Brienne. It, it's a very, like, humbling moment for Jamie, and it's kind of a nice way of hitting home that Jamie's, like, how far he's kind of sunk in, in the world, basically. Or how far he's come. Yeah, come on, yeah. Brienne's a great fighter. I would love to yeah. fight Brienne. Yeah, like he is no longer the the uh, like arrogant asshole he was eight seasons ago. Yeah, but he went from hour. like you know a leader and the best warrior in the kingdom to you know now he's like kind of humbling himself down. Basically. A true a true leader knows when it's when it's time to follow. Jason. Exactly. Is that exactly. right? Okay. <laughs> you leave them alone, Jason. You let them be. Okay. Well, okay. You, would you rather have talk shit to Brienne? <laughs> it was a fun dynamic anyway <laughs> they've they've had their fun dynamic now they're it's you know it's night to night you know there's it's all respect i got he lost you. his hand jason he's not a good fight he's not that good of a fighter anymore i bet you you could take half the people that are going to be defending winterfell yeah but he said he's he literally said i'm not i'm not the fighter i used to be so. yeah that doesn't mean he's not a good fighter still yeah but i'm i'm still saying you know he's not as he, it's time to take a step back. Okay. That, takes, okay. that takes maturity. All right, all right. Let's move on here. All right, so uh, Jorah pops in uh, to talk to Daenerys about Tyrion, and, and you know, he just... Poor Jorah, man. He just got sidelined so hard. <laughs> just one piece of ass after another that Daenerys just keeps piling up on, and uh, Jorah just never gets anything out of it. Well, he's kind of old. Yeah. Yeah, but Danny clearly has feelings for him. But... He also betrayed her. And she yes, brought him did. back, so... He his window when he betrayed her, so mm. he, it's really his fault. Is it? Okay. I don't know. You, you've got one window with the Dragon Queen, and if you blow it, you're done. Ah, uh, well. As, uh, as poor, uh, uh, what is it, Sam's uh, brother and uh, father found out, so... Yeah, right. One window, and then you die. Yeah, you just... <laughs> turn into dragon ash basically so Bless. let's see danny confronts sansa uh danny's definitely good at placating but uh during this scene uh you know they, they have this moment of sansa and danny like 
what's the word I'm looking for? Um, basically, like, finding common ground and that they both love John, but then Sansa kind of sees through the bullshit, basically, and is like, okay, so what about the North? No, seriously, what yeah. about the North? I get it. We both love John. Yada, 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 yeah, yada. You I, fell for him. Okay, what about the North? I Bitch, seriously. Like, I thought people what were about the North? about Sansa, Sansa's uh, reaction stuff in this, you know, as not necessarily the time for that, you know, with the, with the White Walker stuff going on, but she's also right. Right. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like Sansa gets way too much hate at this point from people. Oh, I don't, I don't understand. Sansa's always gotten too much hate. That that, that, that girl has yes. gone from just the, you know, just, just like a 12-year-old girl who wants to be a princess to, like, the smartest and hardest person in all of the Seven Kingdoms. Yeah, she's she's great. Uh, I don't I really don't understand what people, what people want from her at this point. Because um, Daenerys is clearly about to snap. <laughs> Duh, mm-hmm. so i don't you know whatever <laughs> yeah i i think maybe the issue is maybe people like danny too much and then they're seeing sansa's like completely outwitting her and she's just like and people just like oh, no i don't want that i don't want sansa to be smarter than danny that's not fair <laughs> yeah yeah, well, yeah. all right well here we go come in uh, just showing how good Sansa is, Theon comes back, and it actually made me care about Theon's redemption for like half a second when she embraced him. I was like, oh, that's sweet. No, no, no. I said, no, no, wrong. Did you not listen to what I just said? I said nearly cared about for half a second. Did you guys yeah, that's, 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 that, like, that's look close. That's, that's close. That's close, that's and right. as close as we're going to get. Did you guys see that look of like despise and disgust that like Daenerys gave like Theon and Sansa when they hugged? Mm. No, I didn't catch like, that one. It's like the most side eye ever. I don't think it actually means anything, but it was like just some serious side eye. I mean, Emily, Emily Clark did a lot of eyebrow acting, so that might just been that. <laughs> that's her normal eyebrow acting. Yeah, that's yeah. Her yeah. <laughs> yeah. When she played uh, Sarah Connor in uh, Terminator Genesis, she did the same sort of shit. So yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, let's see. Davos is giving out slop. Uh, he's a, he's kind of a solid bro. I like him. He's he's like encouraging the the people who are clearly like very afraid to fight, and you know saying like, "Hey, he I survived surprised. this. I survived that." Davos has been a bro the entire time. Oh no, I'm not surprised at all. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Davos is a great man. Little uh, this little girl shows up and reminds him of Stannis's daughter because of the scar, and yeah, clearly this is uh, going to not end well for for that poor little girl. So yeah, uh, it should be fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gilly and Davos. Have a moment with the girl and like, kind of endeared me to Gilly even more. Like it, it's weird. Like Gilly just went from a side character to like oh, she's really grown as a person in this series. So I mean, yeah, they've they've treated a lot of this side character like the, a lot of characters show up in this and then feel substantial for how for how many of them there are. It's yeah. pretty impressive. And this is the first time that the uh, crypt being a safe place uh, gets mentioned, and I think we're gonna see something of that come in the next episode. I agree. Like shit's going down in the crypt. Yeah, yeah, there there is way too many mentions of the crypt safe, the crypt safe, the crypt there, safe. There are, I mean, I don't know if you want to talk about like scenes that like next time on yet, but there's some stuff. There's some like glimpses of the crypt and Arya. So we'll see, see what goes on down there. Yeah, could be some misdirection, but who knows? I mean, uh, Game of Thrones has always been good about that with uh, editing their uh, next time on clips. So mm-hmm. they have been. Uh, let's see. John reunites with Ed, Tormund, and Beric. Oh god, I love when like Tormund just nearly just like pile drives him. I love that. That's cute. They're in love. I did love that he came out of nowhere too. <laughs> uh, Tormund's a great man. And then just oh, looks around. The big woman's still here. <laughs> <laughs> I, that much. I really would like them to 
be together. They won't be. No. They won't because Brienne's probably going to die. Or Brienne just loves Jamie. I think, is more the issue, probably. Hey, she was like positive reactions towards Tormund in this episode, and I really appreciated that. I mean, she was acknowledging him. That's like a step forward, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Outside of just like, okay, I get it. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know what? About Brienne's personality, and then like that acknowledgement was a pretty good one. <laughs> You know, maybe maybe this turns into like a love triangle during the fight. That'd be that'd be kind of fun. <laughs> a love triangle? I don't. I just don't think Jamie's part of that triangle. Uh, I, I don't know. No more love to give. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't think Jamie's in the mood right now. You know. Uh, I agree. I, I disagree. Yes. But okay, let's move on. I feel, counsel. I feel like you're reading way too much into the way he was talking to her. I think it was more friendly than you're making it out to be. <laughs> Okay, if you say so. <laughs> All right, War Council. Uh, they're using Braun as bait. Uh, Theon and the Ironborn are going to defend uh, Braun. That's, uh, yeah, so hopefully this is where Theon dies, and I can just be like, oh, good, I don't ever have to think about him again. Oh, God, it's, like, I, I don't understand why you like him, John. He's such a... I don't like him. I just think he's, I mean, he's fine. He's not is not an awful character at this point. He, yeah, he's got his redemption. He's probably, he's going to die, most likely. I, I um, just don't even see, like, why you, like, cared about his redemption. I'm just like, who gives a shit? He's a chicken shit. Great. Oh, great. He had his moment of redemption. Who cares? He's a side character who's, who's a piece of shit, and he came back, and, eh, great. Okay. It just, I don't, I don't know. I, you, you were weighing a little too much credence on him, I think, on the last one. I'm just like, who cares? It's just, Theon's Theon. It, it's just go away, Theon. He's doing, a lot. He's doing better than he was. Yeah, great. That doesn't. Uh, I still don't like Theon. I think Theon just yeah, just. I mean, go make a charge at the Night King and see if you survive. That's that's the way I hope he goes out. He saved Yara. He's the or, reason Yara got caught in the first place. Well, yeah, but he made yeah. up for it. He saved Sansa too. Right. He's the he's another reason why Sansa got caught in the basically everything that he's redeeming himself for is because of him. So if he had just yeah, not been a shithead, Jason. Well, if he had not been a shithead in the first place, none of this would have happened. And he acknowledges that you know I'm not I, I don't know why I'm defending him so much. I don't like him that much. I don't, but I also don't know why you're attacking him so much. Because he's a piece of shit. That's why he's a boring ass fucking character who's just this like cookie cutter redemption character. Oh, we're supposed to care about his redeeming qualities. Who gives a fuck? Oh, okay. Moving on. <laughs> yes. The War Council. They have another terrible idea bran is bait yep uh, also, also bran waited until right now to mention the fact that the night king is coming directly for him yeah right bran sucked <laughs> fucking fuck bran can we are can we yell about bran for a second bran is the worst <laughs> i don't think we really need to i think we i think we're all in agreement on that wow. on I, I honestly really like how like stone he sounds all the time i think it's hilarious <laughs> i do like after after the war council is over uh bran or Tyrion goes up to bran and you know you says, you know, you should tell me about your journey or whatever. It says, it's a long story, bro. And Tyrion, if only we were trapped in a castle in the middle of winter with nowhere to go. Like, just tell me the fucking story, you you emo son of a bitch. Jesus Christ. I'm not Bran anymore, man. I'm a bird now. Caca. I know everything all the time. So, I, so I'm curious, like, what was actually said here? Like, if there's a, some information given between these two that maybe Tyrion's got that the others don't? Just let the Night King take his ass. <laughs> Jesus. Like, yeah, we can't possibly like have written have this stuff written down in books or something. It's like Bran can basically be replaced by books. So great. Bran is the early is the uh, is the Seven Kingdoms version of the internet, effectively, right? There's nothing wrong with that. The internet's a great, useful thing, but he's oh, like, not is. as good as the internet. He's, he's a conspiracy. He's basically the Alex Jones of Game of Thrones. He's just a fucking crazy ass conspiracy theorist. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying he's? Are, are, oh come on! Are you saying the right wing nut job is a conspiracy theorist? 
Jason, I'm not getting into politics in this. This is Game of Thrones, not politics, Jason. No, no wait a second here. Game of Thrones is literally politics. (laughs) (laughs) This whole show is literally fucking politics with some dragons and sex mixed in. Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, Probably the most useless scene, I think, in the whole episode was Grey Worm and Miss Sandy basically just setting themselves up for them both dying or one of them dying. Ugh. God, I'm just like okay. Well, I mean, I mean, it was it was acknowledging their existence as characters. Yeah, I I don't know. It was just like okay, this is kind of a bummer. I mean, we got we got enough Grey Worm when he handed Jamie back his sword at the beginning, so I don't know. Hey, eh, whatever. Uh, John, Sam, and Ed are along the battlements, and oh hey, there's there's Ghost. In case you were wondering where uh, John's direwolf was this whole time, he's just been wandering around Winterfell apparently. Yeah, that was. <sighs> I, I get like I get by there like oh no dragons this episode let's add the wolf yeah <laughs> and it just looked like a damn husky like it wasn't even that big I'm like guys you, you're always saying how expensive the dire wolves are and it just looked like a dog they ran out of the budget so they're like here's my dog <laughs> well, <in> the background <laughs> I have a friend I mean, who has a husky that looks exactly like that I'm like you could have just probably given her like a hundred bucks and she would have let you shoot the damn thing at least they showed the dog we were, t- we were already talking about whether it was alive or not the last time that an episode or two ago so you know yeah now, now we know yeah and that's one of the two dire wolves left too that's uh it, but i wonder if uh Arya's is going to show back up now mary is not coming back no you she don't think so no she would she would if she was going back she would have like that would be a really big twist, actually, if, like, Nymeria showed up, but it, I don't think it's going to happen. Not I think anymore. she's going to League. I'd love it if Nymeria... <gasps> what if she comes back as a White Walker? <laughs> oh, she'll be, no, she'll be in the crypt, and she'll save Arya's life. Ooh, that'd be a twist. And all the other wolves, too, because she owns a pack of, like... Oh, my God, she's a pack leader? She's a pack leader. <laughs> just like, uh, like Bran's Dire Wolf saved the... Oh. Oh, too soon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of too soon... Uh, they're just kind of shitting on Sam. Poor Sam there. It's like, he's, I don't know. I felt kind of bad for the guy. It's like, oh, you know, we're at the end of the world if we're, like, you know, touting him as, like, a you know, anything worthwhile. I was like, come on, man. I was like, come on. Poor Sam. He's been through a lot, man. He can kill the White Walker. God he's damn it. also a self-proclaimed yeah. craven, so. Yeah. <laughs> he, t- he calls himself a coward, so. And he, and he stole some books. And a sword. And Countless books, I think he said, is what he Countless said. books. Yeah. It's like, oh. I like, I, I like that brag. That was really dope. Yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah, and then uh, and then Ed, just like when he's list- listing off the fake titles for Sam, just basically like, it's like, could have said Ed Stealer of Books or something to that effect. Yeah. I was like, come on, man. Sam's, uh, Sam's great, though, you know. I, I hope he makes it. I, I hope really so, do. too. I really do, too. Yeah, just just yeah. for the sake of, like, yeah, Gilly and, and little Sam and everything. It's like, I, I, I yeah. do hope he makes it, so. All right. Um, do you guys want to just do the fire? There's, like, three fireplace scenes. You just want to cover them all back to back to back? Yeah. All right. That's my favorite part of the episode. So yeah. I'm going to do it. Okay. So, basically, a, b- a bunch of them all gather around the fireplace, and then um, Podrick comes in with uh, Brienne, and Brienne... Uh, d- Tells him you can only have half a glass of wine, basically, and uh, <laughs> it's a good scene yeah, too. Tyrion's like, nah, fuck that, bro, and just overflows that fucking yeah, goblet. Yeah. The, fact, the fact that it's Bill was my favorite part. That was it. Yeah, they give each other was really good. Yeah, was a, this whole this whole sequence of scenes is so funny and like charming and bittersweet. It's all good stuff. It's really good stuff. Yeah, um, the whole thing with Tormund, he's really laid it on thick for Brienne. Uh, yeah, in story, 
Oh. I, I, oh my god. And the way he, like, after talking about his story with, like, being nursed by the giant <laughs> woman, and then, like, the way he was, he just slurped down that drink. <laughs> it was, oh man, that was... I am under the impression he didn't actually drink any of that, it just all got into his beard. That was something. I was just like, dude, are you actually getting any of that? It was giant's milk. <laughs> And he didn't even talk about the fucking the, the fucking of the bear thing he did. No, no, he's I was got, kind of disappointed. You, you don't you, you don't give all your stories away at the first fireplace chat. Oh, you know what it is? He, like Brian's right there, so he doesn't want to talk about other women he's been with. Basically, <laughs> you're like, I yeah. fucked a bear once. Yeah, yeah. you, Brian. Eh? <laughs> all right. Uh, the second part, um, they basically go over the battles they survived, and I love. Um, oh God, what's his? Um, uh, the Onion Knight. Ah, why well, I'm drawing a blank on his name all of a sudden. Davos. Davos, yeah. Davos is uh, a thing of like, you know, and survive them with no, uh, you know, basically like not being skilled fi- or a skilled fighter at all. Yeah. I, yeah, love, was, I, I love Davos. He's, he's just such a great dude. Yeah, because he's been in all the big ones. Uh, it was it was fun. It was also cool acknowledging all the different fights and remembering yeah, how like most of them, a lot of them have been in all of those fights. So, God, and Blackwater was season two. That seems that's so long ago. Yeah, maybe I not help. for maybe Tyrion. not for Vanessa because she watched every season seventeen times. But you know, for me, it's like a long time ago. I get it. I get it. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, yeah, uh, they basically find out Brienne hasn't been knighted, and then Tormund is like, "Yeah, it's like I'd knight you ten times." I'm like, "Are we talking about the same thing, Tormund?" <laughs> it's the same thing when it's Tormund and Brienne. <laughs> yeah, it's the same. It's always the same thing. Yeah. Those are like less romantic words. Like think about who Brienne is, and she's probably like, "Man, you know." I regret yeah. spending this evening with all of you instead of just you, Tormund. Yeah, <laughs> I would have knighted you. T- I would have knighted you ten times over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, jeez. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, and then Brand knights or uh, is knighted by Jamie, and th- that's probably my favorite scene in the in the whole episode. I I really like that. Just Brand against the, her, that actress just sells the hell out of that character. How about in yeah. the whole series? That was a lovely scene. It really it was. was. It was. It it's going to make nice it scene. really sad when they get slaughtered on the next episode. <laughs> yeah, this, I, I, this is why I'm, I'm positive Brianna's dead next episode. This was like a lovely, beautiful funeral for her. I don't even know if anyone in that whole room is going to make it. So it's like, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be devastating. It's because I love, I love all those characters in that room. So They're it's just like. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. the Mormont too. Oh, let's not talk about how sad. I don't want her. Okay, anyway, and the the third and final scene in the in the fireplace area there is uh, basically they run out of wine and uh, Tyrion wants somebody to sing a song and then he looks at Davos and like you'll pray for a quick death. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we t- find out Podrick's got a pretty little voice there and he's so he's got another gift. That's how you get all the Man, this guy is the, he he can do it all. He's a a true hero. Podrick is just a uh, just a wealth of talent and abilities. It's just amazing. So, all right, and we kind of we'll kind of we bounced around a little bit in between those scenes. So we'll kind of go back there. Uh, Arya the Hound and Beric. Um, I'll have a little moment there, and I love how exasperated the Hound is about Beric showing up and just yeah yeah Arya or he looks over at Arya. Is he on your list for a little while? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, right after that, uh, we go to Arya and Gendry. They they basically. Yeah, they just boned down, and you know, it's just it was good it on was, you, Gendry. It was, it was. I remember how old Arya was for a second. Right, 18, she's eighteen now, so it's like, 
And then I had to think it was weird. It, you know, it's weird. This is a character you you saw as a child in the very first season. And I mean, even Sansa was a child, but it didn't. It wasn't as weird then. I at this point. Yeah, she was like a she was like a maybe yeah. like mid teens where Arya was yeah. literally a little girl. Yeah, and like you watched her. It's like you watched this kid this kid grow up now, and now she's a now she's a woman, and she's honestly had one of the most empowering sex scenes the show's ever had because you actually chose who you wanted to have sex with. Yeah, (laughs) take off uh, your own bloody pants. (laughs) Yeah, like, so... If Arya was going to have sex in the show, you know, I'm glad she (laughs) did it her way. Yeah. yeah. I think it's also a little bit weird because, like, that actress also is just, like, a very, like, compact, small lady. Yes, yeah. And then also with her, like, um, fierce battle attire, it's like, oh, like... You are a woman down there. Yeah. <laughs> you are a woman down there. Very well said, down Vanessa. There. Well, right. You know, like, it's like, because she always looks so, like, you know, it's probably like the same thing that, about, about Brienne, right? Like, oh, like, Arya is a woman, strong yes. woman. <laughs> She's a little woman, whereas, uh, you know, Brienne's a big woman. Big woman. <laughs> big woman. <laughs> God. I love Torbid. Jeez, that's going to be I sad when he dies, too, now. Make giant babies. <laughs> I, I think he even said that, didn't he? At some point, and just just yeah, giant did. babies. We're gonna have giant babies. <laughs> yep. Uh, did you guys happen to notice the? Uh, it was a bodysuit Arya was wearing. Like the actress. Yeah. yeah. To emulate her giant scars? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, I just I, like it was like, wait a second, is that? Because it looked a little fabricy, so I kind of paused it. And I was like, that's oh, that's weird. That's a bodysuit. I, I didn't pause Arya's sex scene. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was really invested in the moment, so yeah. I just got through it. Well, I ended up watching this twice, so. Ooh. Yeah. So anyway, um. This is probably my second favorite scene of the thing. Uh, Lena Mormont just straight telling Jorah to go get fucked because she's fighting. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. She's, just, she's pretty. She's great. Um, I don't know if she's gonna make it. She's a child, so you know it's always kind of weird and stuff whether child children live or not. Um, yeah. Game of, Thrones, Game, Game of Thrones generally doesn't like play favorites, so. Mm-mm. But it, well, this also was a nice reminder that uh, Jorah and Lena are actually related. It was kind of yeah. Uh, Jorah's a Mormont. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, and then I think it's the third time that the crypts come up. To yeah, the third the or fourth time. So like I said, there's something going on in there in the next one. But we'll get to that when we uh, when we get to our predictions. So, uh, and I love how like it's a show of just like how loyal and like trusting they are of her as a leader. As as she walks by, they bow and basically are just like anybody fucks with you, we're killing them. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. And then Sam gives Jorah a heartsbane, which is uh, another Valyrian steel sword. So I think this is a nice little gift for uh, Jorah to die with, basically. Yeah. This is—I th- I think him getting that gift is basically just the uh, the show's way of indicating, well, he's dead. You know, he had a he, he had did, a moment. He did tell him he'd bring the sword back to him. So yeah. Hey, oh, you know what that means? He's going to bring it back to him when he's a White Walker. Or Sam is dead. Sam. Yeah, died. yeah. I remember that, Jason? No, that means Sam's going to die. Oh, so. bummer. Um, Devastating. Uh, they're all going to die. Who are we kidding? Ah, Jesus, there ain't a single person in this thing going to survive the next episode. All men must die, Jason. Uh, it is known. What is, what, what is it? Valor uh, Margulis. Uh, I, think we're, I think we're both saying it wrong. Valor Margulis. Okay, anyway, let's move on. Uh, John tells Daenerys his real name is Aegon Targaryen, and Danny doesn't really want to buy into that, uh, mentioning that it's uh, convenient that his brother and his best friend are the one who happened to give him the information, which... That's a solid solid response, in my opinion, you know, that's the... Yeah, so, but also, awful timing, yet again. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. 
Snow, why can't he get this right? It's not that hard to be like a like a, just a normal human. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, you also, know, we're we're, we're oh, basically on like a fight for our lives here, here, and like, yo, know, like ten minutes. Why don't we just um? Why don't, why don't we just hold off on this? This way, there's no like, you know, self doubt or anything or like weird intentions that might be running through your head as the battle's going. Why don't we just hold off on that? Yeah. Or or have it prefacing it with. This isn't going to change anything about our relationship or what will happen because he doesn't want the crown. He already said that many times. This will change nothing. But by the way, we're even a better pair than you thought we were. Also, I the thing is, when she mentioned the fact that he had claimed to the throne, it looked like his face looked like he had not even realized that. He's so, like super dumb, dumb. Yeah, so it's like he had not even like put because I guess he. I mean, he doesn't want it. He doesn't care that much that he didn't even think about the fact that he actually has claimed the throne. So. And of course, they got cut off for it before he could say anything about that. Yeah, so. I I wonder if like he was thinking that, and he was thinking, oh well, maybe they could rule jointly. And then the way Daenerys came at it was like, oh well, it's your throne then, basically. And I, I wonder if John was only, like, oh, there's oh. only one throne, Jason. They can't make a second throne. Yeah, well, you know, they could they could sit on each other's lap. J- John could sit on Danny's lap. Honestly, I think they'd be fighting about like I don't want to sit on that thing. It's pokey. You think somebody would like at least put up a cushion on that fucking thing? That thing looks wholly uncomfortable. Yeah, but it's really it's I mean it's it's got a it's got a look, you know. You can't deny that it's got you know, the person sitting on the throne of swords is intimidating. Uncomfortable. And yet and also uncomfortable, he's like, man, this person doesn't give a fuck about anything because they're sitting in an uncomfortable chair. Um that's a true ruler. Uh anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think the point of it is that you like um, ruling shouldn't be easy is the moral of the throne. <laughs> but that's a great thing too. <laughs> I guess. I, I, I don't know. Oh, jeez. I, I think the moral of it is it's it's a nice thing to look at. Uh, you know, it's not really practical. <laughs> All right. maybe, it, maybe it is cushion and you just can't, it's like, I can't see it. Uh, maybe, maybe there's like a hole in it basically maybe that like kind of caves in. Well, trampoline's not really comfortable either, so... I mean, it's more... Com- okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Alright, horn sounds, and then here come the White Walkers. And they really make sure that you see those ice javelins. Yeah, they got a lot of those. Yeah, so, uh... I, I, I'd say those dragons are pretty fucked, too, at this point. At least one. Not Drogon. Probably Drogon. Drogon's 100% gonna die. No. Maybe not in this fight. Oh, I will talk about you know stuff later. I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've kind of wrapped that up there. That's that's yeah. the recap of the episode. So, um, yeah. Uh, why don't we just go over like predictions for the next episode? Everybody dies. Yeah. Done. I I have three possibilities in my head of how this can go. Nope. You get the, one. The, there's the first one that everyone <laughs> that everyone dies. Um, yep. which is you know the the not very obvious one. Uh, it's it makes the most sense technically based on like the sheer numbers against they're fighting against. Uh, but my, what, what it takes, makes me take pause in that is that there's four, there's three episodes left after that, and to, I don't think there's enough, there'll be enough characters left in the show to carry three more episodes of the show. Mm-hmm. So I do not think everyone is gonna die next episode. That's that. That's the, the second possibility. I come in my head that uh, for them to win in my mind, or at least or su- supposedly win, is that the Night King actually is not there, and he has diverted his forces, some of them, to go take King's Landing while they're fighting at Winterfell. Oh, good. So, I love it. So, like, that's, a, that's another possibility. That, uh, and then they would have to fight after they, that they would have to fight 
um, King's Landing after they win this battle because the Night King will have taken King's Landing and killed everyone there. And then the third one is that they actually just straight up win um, by by killing the Night King here. He just shows up and gets Bran, and Jon Snow kills, and I believe Jon Snow would kill the Night King. Uh, just the most, it's the most poetic way, I guess. But uh, which would then lead to them, you know, the, the final battle with Cersei at King's Landing and all those mercenaries. Uh, in which I believe Daenerys would um, betray them in some way and either kill Jon or Jon would have to kill kill Daenerys, or they would both get killed by Cersei. So you know that's those are the three that I those are the three. I mean, there's pl- a plethora of possibilities for this this to go. Those are the, like the, the my mind. Those are the three like kind of general directions they could take. You have in. three main branches with like a bunch of sub branches in there. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, but like those are the those are the three main paths in my mind. I feel like they can go down um, from where they're at. And I don't, I really don't think they can kill everyone in the next episode. Oh, no, I don't, it, no, it, I don't, yeah. no. And no this, I, and this, I think this uh, battle for Winterfell thing is probably going to be a two-parter, would be my guess. They're going to really stretch that out one way or the other. A two-parter? That's like the world's longest battle of all time. As <laughs> <laughs> it is. And isn't that funny that they said this is going to be the longest battle? I don't, I don't know if they, if they do the, if they pull it to two, that's, that would be a lot. For one battle, be so um, much. To be honest, none of those options sound very good. Like I get it, they're gonna have a battle. Someone has to die, and someone has to win. But then, like after that, like none of those options sound very appealing. <laughs> that's, that's why I think it's so weird that they're doing this so in the middle of the end of the season. So it yeah. feels. Like, that's why. That's why. That's why it's like it does create a moment where you can't really, you don't know what's gonna happen. It, it does add a lot of more mystery to it. Could be in the middle of the season because like they still got to fucking make three, three, three episodes after this. So it's like four what episodes is gonna after this, right? Oh no, three. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, so what the fuck's gonna happen? Because it's like, you. So yeah, that, I can see that logic, but it also uh, it leaves a lot of room to like make the rest of the season kind of boring. So who knows? Yeah. What a twist! If like they were just like just kidding, we only made three. <laughs> that's, that'd be really fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> the last episode is just credits, basically. Yeah. A whole lot of credits and thank yous, and then the the baby's born and during the series while it was yeah. made, and yada yada yada. They just did the Evangelion thing, and they're just like clapping and saying thank you. Right, or it's just like Sam and Gilly like enjoying their life. Oh, it's Sam telling the story to his grandchildren. Somehow he's oh, the story of the shepherd. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, it's just one of three pass. So um, my thought is, uh, so we've never really like set in stone like how far the Ice King, like how far gone you have to be for the Ice King to not be able to revive you. So I'm thinking something in the crypts is going to happen, and that's going to be the uh, Ice King's uh, in on getting in in Winterfell. Think about who the last one in the crypts was. It's like Ned. That's all. That doesn't even have a head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ned's dead, baby. Yeah, dead, but got a head. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I mean, like I said, think about it. Like you'll see a lot of the. Uh, oh shit, Catelyn Stark. Yeah, I was gonna say you see a lot of the uh, the White Walkers. They're skeletons. Lady, Iron, Lady Ironheart. They Stoneheart. Do that. Stoneheart. Whatever. She's not in the crypt either. <laughs> they just left her in the river to die. Probably have her. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Well, they have a statue of her there. So I mean, I don't think. It, yeah, well, in the books, it never really happened because she's you know Lady Stoneheart, but. I think there's a statue of her, so I'm wondering if they actually got her body back. But I think it would just be like some weird, like, eh, like a weird twist if like the Night King basically like revived the dead Starks. And I don't know. I feel like that's pretty. I I don't know if I'd be into that. I'm not into that idea. 
Well, there's a lot of ideas that here I don't think any of us are into, but you know, I think they could happen. <laughs> I don't think I'm in. I, I don't. I'm not into like Brand getting killed, but it's probably gonna fucking happen. I think they like some muscle mass though. Still, like most of the the undead who are risen have like at least like a little bit of muscle on them. Some of them. Some of them are just skeletons, yeah, too. Yeah, I feel like most of them are just skeletons. Maybe those, I mean, the giants have a lot of muscle on them, but they... But they're, they're killed. freshly killed, so... Yeah, yeah. like the more recent kills are... Have, you can't tell how old something is by how much skin is left on it. So... Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm curious about. Is like just like I said, they're setting up something in the crypt, and that's the only thing I could think of, is like somehow they like raise the dead, and they just start slaughtering people, and that's their... Uh, it would be really weird for the Starks to open up the gates of Winterfell to, or, you know, the dead Starks open up the gates of Winterfell, and that's how Winterfell falls. Oh, that's too, that's, I hate that pun immediately. <laughs> so, I don't know that really qualifies as a pun. But, uh, I, th- I don't think the crypt gets brought up because they're going to get killed down there. I just, I feel like there's, I feel like they just keep bringing it up as a safe place, but it's going to, they're, they're going to get in there and they're going to have to fight them off from the, in the crypt. I, th- I don't know if there's anything like, it's like hardcore plot wise gonna happen down there. I think it's more just like they're gonna get down there. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I'm curious what's gonna happen down there. So, yeah. all right. And uh, Vanessa, did you kind of give what, what you think is gonna happen in the next episode? Um, definitely Brienne dies. Okay. Then I cry. Uh, that's yeah. not a sec. That's not a fucked up thing to say. Like whatever happens, Brienne Brienne's definitely dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's like your one. Whatever person. happens in the episode, I'm gonna be like bawling like a baby. So <laughs> poor Jim has to sit next to me while I'm like streaming tears. I mean, I, at that point, like how many characters are gonna die? At that point, it's like you, you have no tears left to give. You know? There are always tears left. To <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, I've got a feeling that uh, we're gonna knock off about three or uh, three quarters of that uh, list of people we think died basically on the next episode. It's gonna be a lot. Yeah, stated. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 kind of sad. I guess we'll see what happens. So um, if they if they don't die, we'll be disappointed. I'm also going to be disappointed if they don't die. Yeah, see, that's the that's the, that's the problem there, right? So uh, basically, I think we're just going to be disappointed no matter what we do. So I think we just wrap the show up and wrap the podcast up, right? I think that's it. I think we're done. 100%. Yeah, moral of the story: everyone's disappointed. <laughs> yep. Yeah. There's a lot to pay off here, and like I said, I don't know. I've, I've got a lot of faith in them being able to kind of rein this thing home. Yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm, just, I'm super excited for, th- for this episode, at least. This episode is going to be a lot, so I'm, I'm excited for that. Me so. too. All right, I guess that'll wrap up this episode, so why don't we go ahead and... Just, you know, let's just skip all the plugs here because, I mean, really, this is sort of a, you know, pretty pretty quick little podcast there. But, um, yeah, if you want to follow us on Twitter, I guess we'll just we'll, we'll just do the quick little plugs for ourselves. You can follow me at Jason Ariel. You can follow John at John Lucero777. And you can follow Vanessa at Vicarious Rock. And if you want to support us on Patreon, you can do that at patreon.com slash gamesandjunk. Um, other than that, I think that'll wrap it up. And did we come up with something for an ending for this one? Uh... Get it, get it, Gendry. Get it, Gendry. Get it, Gendry. All right, yeah. So until the next time, guys. uh, Get it, Gendry. Right? I don't (laughs) know. Question mark, Jason. Get it, get it, Arya. Get it, Arya. Get Gendry, Arya. I I think Arya got it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go out, Peter. Dinklage, Peter 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 Dinklage, Dinklage, Peter 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 Dinklage, Peter
Peter Peter Dinklage Peter Dinklage Peter Dinklage Peter Dinklage Peter Dinklage Peter Thank you.